The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Hour 3, powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Jason Swain, Ben McKee. Swain event fueled by Daddy and Barbecue. Let's get to uh, Turkey Man. Turkey Man, good morning. Good morning, guys. What is up? The difference between a walk-on and a preferred walk-on is if you if your uh, McDonald's bag been supersized or not. Mm, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Hey, after after the uh, uh, we played in the bowl game, uh, do you have a higher or lower uh, excitement level than you had before we played? And if we had not played, knowing the outcome of the game, if we had not played in the bowl game. Would your excitement level been higher uh, before that game was played? I'm going to get out and listen. Talk to you later. Thanks, Tucker, man. That's a good question. Excitement for, like, the um, the future? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'm really thinking about it because I want to be – I want to be intentional here. I want to be honest. I think I think I am more you know, encouraged by the going into the next season from the overall season. Um, I don't let the bowl game, I don't let one game cloud my judgment on the entire season. The entire season was a, a success. Um, the bowl game wasn't ideal in terms of the result, but – Guys got a chance to practice, get reps. He did a good job in recruiting, finishing strong. So, yeah, I mean, my outlook is more positive now than it was before the bowl game, regardless of the the result. But I'm disappointed in what happened. I'm disappointed in – us losing and how we lost because I thought Tennessee should have won that game by multiple scores. But um, the big picture is still is still bright, in my opinion. And um, there are some concerns with different positions on the team. But, man, we had the same type of concerns going into the spring last year. And Tennessee staff was able to address some of those concerns before they even coach the game. So I think they should do a better job having one year under the belt to be able to show players that they're recruiting what they are actually going to be doing if they come to Tennessee. So, yeah, I mean, I'm in, I'm encouraged. I can say that. I feel the same as I did the the night of the game and the morning after the game, and, and that is that the game was a reality check. I'm not – any more excited about the future i'm not any less excited i just it it was a reality check is is what it was uh just because 
Yeah, I mean, it, it reminded us of what Tennessee needs to accomplish this offseason and and how far Tennessee has to go in, in order to to get back to, to winning nine, ten games and trying to make it to Atlanta. So I'm, I'm still excited for the future under Josh Heupel. That, that has remained the same, but in, uh, in reference to this upcoming year, too, it probably did bring me back down to earth a little bit just because all of our weaknesses, although you saw our strengths on offense, and it wasn't even a great offensive outing, you saw all the weaknesses on defense. And, I mean, as it currently sits, because of the current predicament Tennessee is in, I mean, I mean it's those same guys coming back. And, and you haven't been able to add anybody just yet. So it was a reality check for me. But I'm still excited for the future as much as I was before the game. 865-255-03. We'll get to uh, Austin Price here uh, in a couple minutes. Uh, until then, let's go back to the uh, text box. Um, well, but first, man, we gotta, let me, let, let's, let's mention the fact that um, the Lady Vols moved up a spot to number four. It went from five to four, and then the men's team moved up four spots from 22 to 18. So, uh, Six wanted, spots. Yeah, I want to make sure. From 24 to 18. Uh, 24, that's right. 24 to 18, not 22. Moved uh, up six spots. So I want to want to make sure we mention that. That's all we're mentioning. We're not going to mention who's number one in the men's poll. Hey, man. It's Auburn. It is what it is. Playing the best right now. It's about playing the best at the right time. You, you know it would be the most Tennessee thing ever if Bruce Pearl won a national championship at Auburn. You got the best team in America right now. Can they Does play? he? Yeah. yeah. You got the best team. They're playing the best right now. When Tennessee was number one in the country, you know, there was a time where, like, Tennessee was playing better than anybody else be- actually before they got the ranking. Mm-hmm. But was not playing like the number one team in the country while having the number one ranking. Like, Auburn right now is playing, I think, the best basketball in the country. Now – this was all before they actually got the number one ranking. Now they have it officially yesterday. Can they continue to play that way? Um, injuries can change a lot. But right now they're playing the best. But this is January 25th. It's not It's not March. So can they keep it up? That's the, that's the name of the game, man. It's about peaking at the right time. Just don't win the natty. <laughs> that would be the most Tennessee thing ever. <laughs> let, let me – ask you this real quick we don't have to get into a big discussion because it could lead to that but i don't want to get into that if and i know you don't like these hypothetical questions and some of them i don't these what if questions some of them i don't what you got when rick barnes retires and if bruce pearl won a national championship at auburn and you were in charge at tennessee would you go after bruce pearl rick barnes retires Bruce has won a national championship at Auburn. Would you go after Bruce once Rick retires? If I'm the AD? Yeah, if you are in charge. Because I think, uh, and I'm asking this on purpose, because I think if I said, if would Tennessee go after him? I think we, we know that maybe Tennessee probably would not go after him. But if you were in charge, would you go after him? Um, Indirectly. I would I would see if there was interest before I actually go after him because I wouldn't want I would I wouldn't want a public no. He would be at the top of my list. Yeah, I mean, 
Any and, coach who wins a national championship should be, and honestly, regardless of who it is. Honestly, like, even if he doesn't win the national championship, once Rick retires, I think Bruce may be at the top of my list. I, I am willing to, to go back down that that road. I, 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 mean, I don't have a problem with that. If it means duplicating what he's doing at Auburn and and recreating what he's already done here. But if I'm Bruce, I'm not going anywhere. But he loves Tennessee. He loves Knoxville. He loves Auburn too now. He and he, we are at that point to where uh, he has been at Auburn longer than Tennessee, right? He's approaching that for sure. He loves Auburn too. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave if I was him. I would, I would school the school backed him during the, um, you know, he only got. What a couple games suspension? One no, yeah, one game. Two games. Two games. Two games suspension. Uh, against UNA and some other rank school. Yeah, I mean the administration here is is you know different than when he was here before. But like Auburn backed him better when he was in the NCAA crosshairs. So if I'm him, I'm not going anywhere. I feel you. And Alex, nobody needs to break it to me that there's no chance. I, I literally just said it's hypothetical. I did I not just say that I I don't think Tennessee would do it? No, it's, it's hypothetical. <laughs> I just said that. But you said me. If if you were in charge, so I was. That, in that's that's what I said. Yeah, if I was in charge, yeah, I would like I would reach out third party, so I can always say. And if I was no. in charge, I would too. Yeah, I would be able to say no. We got it. But I know Tennessee's not going to, which is why I phrased the question the way that I did. If there was any hire that I feel comfortable with. With with um, Danny White making, it would be a basketball hire after Rick Barnes retires. Like Danny White hired Nate Oates at Buffalo. Danny White did a good job bringing in Johnny Dawkins at, at Central Florida. Danny White is a basketball dude. Played basketball as a walk-on in Notre Dame. Father was a did Duke. Like basketball, his brother played basketball at Ole Miss. Mike White. I mean, basketball runs through that family's veins. So, I'm pretty sure if Rick retires, Danny's going to look for a coach that puts up points, is fast-paced, that plays a style of play that that fans want to watch and that players want to come and play it, just like he did with the football hire. I would be chilling. I will be chilling if it ever came to that. Because I knew I, I know Danny White would probably knock that one out of the park. 865-255-03, the Iris Networks Hotline. And joining us on that Iris Networks Hotline, it is our guy Austin Price of VolQuest.com uh, here. AP, man, good morning. What's up, Jason? How are you? We are wonderful, wonderful. Ben, say hello to your coworker. Hello, coworker. What's up, Ben McKee? The, the dynamic duo, Ben McKee, Austin Price, VolQuest. I said hello to him when I when I called him. That's right, that's right. Dot com here. Uh, AP, Friday, a little bit yesterday, a little bit today, just, just you know, folks are, I think some of them still are trying to figure out, like, where we are from a scholarship standpoint, and you're looking at other schools, be active in the portal. Um, you know, Friday I tried to go in detail as, as much as I could, um, but 
you know, anything to, to help some of those folks that didn't maybe understand that, you know, previously that you might be able to help them understand. Maybe coming from a different voice, um, it, it's, it's a little bit easier to understand. But Tennessee uh, right now is not taking a bunch of guys from the portal uh, because of, of number constraints. Um, why is that, AP? Well, right now you, you're, you're in a situation where you had to get to a certain number. You know, when you're going to self-impose, um, you had to get to a certain number by the start of this spring semester. That's why Tennessee, I think, could still bring in, because Isaiah Nayer did not come, they could still bring in one guy if they chose to. Um, you know, otherwise, you're looking at either having to tell a kid that he can't be here, which you know isn't going to happen now because the spring semester has started, or uh, you have to adjust the number of scholarships that you were going to self-impose. Uh, I don't think Tennessee wants to do that. So, you're, again, it's just off of the number that had to be uh, wrapped up by the start of the spring semester. You'll be able to add players post-spring. So that's why I said Tennessee will be able to take players post-spring practice. Again, if the right player was available right now, they could take one because Nayer did not come. So that's kind of where things are. When it pertains to numbers uh, with this current class, so that so that you know, Nayer not coming, being a wide receiver, uh, do you feel like the Nayer replacement could possibly be Brew McCoy? Uh, I know there's some some players on our team, players that played on our team last year that have connections to him uh, because of their time out in USC. Um, where's Tennessee looking with? Brew McCoy, who was a former five-star player out of high school, uh, receiver out of high school, um, what has to happen for Tennessee to be able to get him, and where does Tennessee stand with him? Well, he's got to clear, you know, get those things cleared up. You know, he had some allegations against him; never had charges filed. Um, but you know, because USC has had some Title IX issues, uh, they made it. Uh, he was suspended from team activities. Uh, from a football standpoint, but could go to class with all the uh, all the students out there. Made lots of sense, right? Um, so they've got to clear some things there. If that happens, then we'll see. You know, I mean, you know, I, it, it, first first things first, and you know, that comes with getting all the stuff cleared. Um, you know, with uh, you know, with with the campus there at USC. Gotcha. Makes sense. On locker room on Sunday, AP, uh, we covered how signing day in February is going to look a little bit different uh, because you know a lot of those guys are already here. Uh, we got 13, 14 guys signed early. Uh, you have seven that um, you know signed, but we'll be here later. Tennessee's recruiting a handful of guys. You can count on one hand. Uh, who are some of those guys that Tennessee is still recruiting for the 2022 class? for National Sign Day, first week of uh, February? Uh, well, Jason Jenkins will officially visit this weekend, the defensive lineman from New Jersey. Um, I think that's, he's got a decent shot there. Um, Ahmad Moten, defensive lineman from South Florida, he visited two weeks ago. Uh, was at Oklahoma last weekend, had a midweek North Carolina official sandwiched in between Tennessee and Oklahoma. He'll be at Miami this weekend where he will, you know, that's where everybody expects him to go. His brother played in Miami. He's from South Florida. Cristobal's kind of, you know, 
got a little bit like, little bit of juice coming in here, and he knows how important Ahmad Boat is for him uh, from a perception standpoint, from you know just need standpoint. So uh, everybody expects him to end up in Miami. I think that's where he's going to go, but Tennessee's continued to battle there. Josh Heupel and Rodney Garner will go in home. I think it is tomorrow. Um, you know, Tennessee was in there last week. Uh, the kid continues to have good conversations with Tennessee, but you just wonder how much this last visit to Miami will play, um, you know, and just how much being close to home will play, much like, you know, when Isaiah Nayer chose to stick home in Texas. It had nothing to do with NIL with Isaiah Nayer. If it had to do with NIL, you know, normally we'd come back and say, well, can can you do better? Can, you know, can, can, can we do better than what we're doing? You're not going to do that when you just want to stay close to home. Tennessee never had a chance to to um, to counter Texas, and it's because he wanted to be closer to home. How much does that play with Amon Moten? I would say a lot, but you know, every kid's different. So you know, you let it play out, continue to recruit, and see what happens. Tennessee had a big junior day this past Saturday. What stood out to you? Well, I, I think the defensive lineman, the offensive lineman, um, you know, Christopher Vizzini. Um, the the quarterback, good looking kid. Talk to him. Tennessee's obviously very much in, the, in, in play there. Tennessee's uh, also, you know, in play with Nico, trying to be in play with Dante Moore. Um, you know, so I mean, Tennessee's trying to recruit, you know, multiple quarterbacks just because you never know. You can you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Tennessee's by Nico, or by to check on Nico yesterday out in California. Josh Heupel was, or he returned back. Uh, to, you know this way today to join Rodney Garner in, in Alabama and Georgia recruit before going up to Jason Jenkins and then Alon Moten. Uh, defensive line-wise, uh, you know, Kamarion Franklin, the uh, 2024 out of North Mississippi, outside of Memphis, great-looking kid, uh, super impressive. Grayson Howard, a, a great-looking linebacker out of Florida. Um, you know, offensive line-wise, Aiden Bustle, Bryson Sanders, two guys that are in-state kids that you know Tennessee's in a pretty good spot with, um, and then Sam Pendleton, uh, offensive lineman from over in Winston Salem, who you know really looks uh, a lot like Brandon Burlesworth, former Arkansas offensive lineman from many moons ago. Um, kind of has the glasses, mean, nasty, um, you know, thick, about three hundred and eight pounds, um, good-looking kid. You know, Tennessee's in play there as well. What do you make of the current quarterback situation for Tennessee in recruiting just with Christopher Fazina? I mean, if if he wanted to commit today, do you do you think that they would take him? Yes. And and then just kind of <laughs> try to work it out with Nico? Yeah, I mean, or or Dante Moore or whoever? Bird bird in the hand. Right. You know, and and that's the biggest thing is you know, the Nico thing is, is interesting because he can have NIL opportunities. You know, he can have marketing opportunities right now as a high schooler in California because of their state law. What well, puts you in a weird spot because, you know, mm-hmm. you could end up, you know, giving him NIL opportunities and then he could still end up going elsewhere. So that, 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 that there's an interesting dynamic there with recruiting any kids in California. Um, you know, Dante Moore, he's got to get back down here. You know, I mean, Tennessee goes and sees him. They talk. But, you know, I think I think he's got to visit again for Tennessee to be a 
true, true player for him. You know, Vezina, you know, I mean, likes Tennessee a lot. You know, it's not too far away, four-hour drive. You know, again, I think Tennessee's going to continue to recruit multiple quarterbacks because that's the prudent thing to do. You never want to lock yourself in uh, or pigeonhole yourself, you know, for no reason. What other schools are in it with Vezina? Uh, you mean you, half the SEC and most of the ACC? I know Clemson has kind of been talking to him, and he, yes, he's been there or is about to go there. Uh, yeah, I think it's next weekend. I think that's right. Although I talked to some of the kids last weekend, I, I know there was one kid told me he was going to Clemson this this next weekend. I think it was him. AP, I'm not going to sit here and, and act like you know the. The, the commitment of, of preferred walk-ons is something that, you know, we should do backflips uh, about. Um, like it would be when you get a you know, highly rated four-star, five-star player. But it seems to me that there there is a level of quality that has, you know, improved somewhat there. Uh, looking at the former Nebraska linebacker who is going to be a preferred walk-on here at Tennessee and, and Jackson Hanna, um, have you been able to tell that upgrade in quality as far as preferred walk-on? Looks like there's a, a strategy uh, being uh, met there by the Tennessee staff. Well, I, mean, I think Tennessee got a shot to get Shannon Blair, former Michigan State commit before he uh, tore his ACL. Uh, that's a possibility, um, you know, to be a preferred walk-on here um, at, at Tennessee. Um, you're right, Jackson Hanna, another guy who was on scholarship in Nebraska, former uh, teammate of Jackson Lampley, NBA in Nashville um, prospect. And we'll see. I, there's a couple other opportunities out there, um, you know, I think for kids that, you know, have some mid-level stuff that may choose to walk on at Tennessee. And, you know, we'll see if that happens. I don't want to ruin kids' moments. Uh, but if, if that's the case, then, I mean, I think, Really good, you know, solid group of players that had uh, opportunities at bigger schools, you know, to get their school paid for for free. Um, that chose to come here and, and you know try to earn something. What is the latest with Jawan Mitchell and Jeremy Banks? Both are in winter workouts for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a – I mean, for me, I, I thought that Juwan Mitchell would not be um, a part of the long-term plans for, for Tennessee football, um, you know, midseason. I had these thoughts. It, it look, I'm surprised he's still here, and maybe he's not here after the spring, but, you know, what what is the current vibe with Juwan Mitchell? I know the first year was not what anyone expected, Um is he in a position, are we in a position to where we can maybe count on him a little bit more? Uh, is he more comfortable with the staff? Or do you feel like he's still someone that is a potential transfer portal guy after the spring? Well, he's already transferred. So he could only grad transfer, and I don't believe he's graduated yet. So I don't think he could transfer without sitting out. Um at, He's always been one that Tennessee didn't want to give up on, but he had to conform and adjust kind of his approach, you know, 
um, and kind of have more buy-in. And it certainly seems like there is a little bit more buy-in on his part, which is why he's still here. 18 new football players uh, arrived yesterday. Uh, 13 of those were freshmen or uh, Juco Desmond Williams, who's, who signed recently. Uh, which one are you kind of most excited to, to see perform this spring? All of them. <laughs> I'm all about new bodies. So, like, I'm with you. Um, you know, I'm interested to see how Cam Miller does. Interested to see how Live Cheering does. Um, Justin Williams is someone I really want to see in spring. Uh, I'm less, you know, I'm less excited to see the linemen just because I think that's more of a developmental position and it's harder to play right away unless you're really special. Um, you know, but I would be interested to see how Addison Nichols looks um, this spring. Um, you know, and, and you know they need Desmond Williams to come in and be a guy that can help them on special teams and help them in the secondary. You know, Tennessee really needs to get more athletic at the secondary, and uh, I think that's an important uh, thing to keep an eye on spring and fall. You think Cam Miller plays receiver? Starts at receiver? I think he starts there. Do you think he ends there? I don't know. We'll see. I think it depends on Cam Miller. For sure. What What about tackle? The last thing I got for you. I know they added Gerald Mincy, the the transfer from Florida. He he's officially here. Uh, Dane Davis, Jeremiah Crawford. They need big springs. You just mentioned Addison Nichols. He he's going to start at tackle, and right tackle is obviously a big question mark. Opposite of of Darnell Wright. You think they're maybe comfortable with those four names potentially winning the job, or do you think that they maybe pursue uh, other options as well. I think I think if the right guy goes in the portal post spring, that Tennessee will look to add help at offensive tackle, as it should. AP man, it's always good to have you on. Uh, a lot of the hay is already in the barn with this 2022 class, but appreciate you sharing. Um, a couple of the guys at Tennessee still trying to pull uh, in this class, but the quarterback. Recruitment's going to be uh, interesting over the next you know, six to eight months as Henry Hooker will be finishing his career uh, last year at, here at Tennessee. So there has to be a plan moving forward. And um, how many quarterbacks does Tennessee bring in? Who will it be? But, man, thank you for your insight as always. And, uh, man, we'll talk to you here soon. Sounds good, Jason. Appreciate you and Ben. Enjoy your Tuesday, AP. Austin Price's time is brought to you by Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty. If you are looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, shoot her an email at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com or give her a phone call or text message, 865-257-7897. That's her telephone number, Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty. We will take a quick time out. We got a lot to get to in 20 minutes. We'll try to jam it all in uh, in 20 minutes. Here on the Swain event, stay with us. For a replay of East Day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. Good morning, Swain Event crew. The new year is here and it's the 2022 East Tennessee real estate season. As I always do, I'm going to shoot straight with you. If you have a home to sell, then you need to give me a call ASAP. Inventory is low and I will get you the most money possible and more than you think trying to sell it on your own. If you are a seller that also needs to buy a home, you need to call me ASAP. As there are ways I can help you manage that situation and stay in your home until we find what you want. 
If you are looking to buy, you need to call me ASAP. You absolutely need someone on your side to help navigate the current waters, and you need someone that's going to do their homework and find homes that aren't on the market yet. Bottom line, you need to call me today ASAP. Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897. If you are buying, selling, or considering investing in real estate this year, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon and go Vols! JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at NobodyTrashesTennessee.com. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you, so you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Hour 3 of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. 
go to the phones. Let's bring in Jay here at hour number three, powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com, reinventing men's healthcare. Let's get to JJ. What is up? Swain, what's up, man? What's up? Hey, I, uh, school, you know, school has started back up for us, so I've been busy, but I, I got to, I've been wanting to call you because, uh, I listened to the Friday show and I got to say, man, it, it was one of your best shows I think you've ever done. And you were speaking a lot of truth. And I thought just the things that you were saying were, were things that just needed to be said. And, I, you know, and there's, unfortunately, there's this, uh, you know, we people want to overreact on the Internet. <laughs> you know, Twitter's a great spot to look at that. Message boards, whether it's about sports, politics, whatever. People overreact. They over-sensationalize things. They, they make things worse than what they are. And, you know, that was starting to happen with, with the NIL stuff with Tennessee because, you know, we weren't taking players or whatever. And, um, of course, our situation right now is just different with limitations and all that, like you like you explained. But I thought you did a really good job of laying things out. And, and I left feeling positive because I, I wasn't one that was freaking out, but I, I was worried, Swain, because I'm thinking, you know, NIL is such a seismic shift in college football and I was worried Tennessee was going to get left behind because if you want to compete at the highest levels you better have even more so now it's not about facilities it's not so much about who has the biggest you know fan base or nicest stadium it's going to be about NIL money Mm -hmm. and I was afraid that Tennessee may get left behind and I think in this NIL era if you don't have a good NIL program you're not going to be able to compete would you agree with that or until until the nil is regulated if you're not willing to yeah uh, swim with the sharks then yes you will get left behind and i'm not expecting us look the the reality is and fans need to understand this okay texas a&m has more jimmy Haslam than we do yes they always have they always will that's why georgia and alabama you know their coaches made statements that they made about oh man mm -hmm. we might want to Man, we 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 we, we got to do something about the regulation because they know that they don't have as much money as Texas A&M. But Swain, I left feeling positive after after your talk, and to me, I don't know if you and Ben agree or not, but to me, Tennessee's the only in-state school in Tennessee that matters. They don't have to compete with an Auburn. It's not divided like Clemson, South Carolina, and you have all these resources. To me, Tennessee, it's not a stretch at all to say they should have a top 10, top 15 at worst NIL destination. Um, Maybe they're not Texas A&M, but they should still have one of the better NIL destinations in the country. Would you all agree with that? 100%. 100%. And and Tennessee did not, you know, lose Jared Verse because of that. Because Jared Verse, last time I checked, didn't go to A&M, didn't go to big money, you know, documented big spenders. I mean, so it it wasn't just NIL on players that we missed out on. Uh, I think people jumped to those conclusions. But, yes, Tennessee will be top 10, top 15 when it comes to NIL. I I don't even like saying top 15. I'm more comfortable saying top 10. Uh, You don't have to be the biggest spender to be good. You still got to coach them. You still got to develop them. 
still gotta have a you know a positive culture. Those things mm-hmm. matter. So this is not like the the Major League Baseball where you know you, New York Yankees of a couple of years ago you can go out and have the biggest payroll and but even that doesn't guarantee you a World Series. It doesn't get, guarantee you a championship. So this thought that oh my gosh you gotta outbid Texas and then number one it's not realistic. It's not gonna happen. Dodgers had the largest payroll in baseball this past season. And what the Braves do to them? Beat the brakes off of them. Yeah, so. With, and the Braves have a nice payroll, but Braves even had a bunch of guys who were filling in for injured guys. Yeah, so the, the, the way to look, look at it is you have to participate to mm. give yourself a chance. Mm. To, to give yourself a chance. If you don't participate, you don't have a chance. But if you participate at a, at a high level, You'll give yourself a chance. Give yourself a chance to win at a high level. So, mm. Tennessee, as far as NIL, Tennessee is is going to do that. Tennessee has done a good job uh, with the NIL to bring quality players to this to this program. It's not going to be on the front page of the newspaper. It's not going to be drawn <laughs> out in crayon. Like you just you just have to put two and two together and hopefully Friday's show I was able to kind of point at some of those things that was taking place. Yeah, I, I think if you're still freaking out and you listen to your show and you're you're just choosing to freak out at that point. But um you know that that's a good that's 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 all well said and, and, and I kind of um you know I, I agree. I understand why Saban is smarter saying it. And they're saying it for their benefit just because they don't want anyone interrupting what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But I do agree that this does need regulation because right now it's just NFL free agency with yep. no reg- with no restrictions. And, yep. I mean, this would be like the Dallas Cowboys going and buying 18 first-round draft picks or something. Yep. And, uh, you know, at least with the NFL, you would have Cincinnati can go out even though they can't spend that money that the Cowboys spend, they can go out and draft Jamar Chase and uh, Joe Burrow. It gives them a chance. But so I do think there's going to be need to be some kind of regulation. But agree, um, Swain. I thought you made all good points, and 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 you know that point about Spry. I mean, you know, fans are going out here. Y'all go out here and spend twenty, thirty dollars on McDonald's hamburgers a month. Mm. If if just think if you just did like the size of this fan base, if we could get a good portion of it, just donating five or ten bucks a month. I know not everybody can afford that, but if you could afford more, great. But five or ten bucks a month, that adds up to millions quickly. You know, when you consider the size of this fan base and you have a good portion of them doing that, five to ten bucks a month is going to add up to millions pretty quickly for NIL money. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's I'll pay ten bucks a month. That means we can start competing at the elite level again and getting the getting the right players. I mean, sign me up. So I don't think that's a big ask. Yeah, yeah. Keep your eyes out, uh, eyes open for that, uh, Jay. I mean, there may be some opportunities for everyone to to participate, and Tennessee will be able to compete without the involvement of, uh, of fans. They'll be able to compete. But do you want to compete, or do you want to create a a wave? Do you want to use one of our greatest strengths as a fan base? Because not every fan base can do what Tennessee can do. 
So do you want to use one of our advantages, one of our superpowers, or do you want to throw the superpower in the closet and not use it? So when you hear fan involvement being mentioned with NIL, it's not that, oh, man, they're relying on fans. That's when you know it's bad. No. It's to be even better and take it to the next level. There's big money secured already from donors for for NIL. But if you want to take it to the next level, then this is what we can do too. Yes, people saying that people are not stepping up are just wrong. They're wrong. And I wish they would stop doing it and, because and, all they're doing is, is hurting their credibility. Yes. yes. I mean, they the more they say it, the more it's like, how are you a Tennessee insider? It's it's not a Jason Swain opinion. <laughs> it is not a Ben McKee opinion. It is not an Austin Price opinion. It's fact. <laughs> it is simply fact that, that, that like Tennessee's in a good spot when it comes to NIL. They they just haven't the, the football program is not yet in a position to to fully take advantage of it. But they they will be. And it, it is simply fact. And people saying otherwise are just simply wrong. It's it's not an opinion. It's it's straight facts. I and make, I have not heard a bad word about Tennessee and NIL over the last couple of months. Have you? No, not, not from people in the know. I got an example for you. Because this is what's going on, too. Ben, if you say, Swain, give me... Give me $1,000 right now. And I say, no, I'm not giving you $1,000. You can then go out and be like, oh, man, Swain broke. He don't have $1,000. <laughs> he broke, man. He don't have $1,000. No, I just don't want to give you the $1,000. That is going on. But I need it. I'm going to be a dad. That is going on now, too, with NIL. So you have folks who are trying to get deals through Tennessee with NIL. Their value doesn't warrant what they are asking for. The responses are no to them. They're turning it into, well, Tennessee don't know what they're doing to NIL. No, Tennessee know what they're doing to NIL. They don't want to give you the money that you are asking for. It's uh, no offense to you or me, but ESPN is not calling us today and giving us Stephen A. money. No, there's there's a pecking order because we, everybody deserves the same bag. Now, I think that the SEC network needs to call you now that Gene Chizik is out of there. That they need another analyst. I think you would do a great job, but you're not going to command Paul Feinbaum money or <laughs> <laughs> Marty Smith money or peter burns money those good ones right there like sec network is is not gonna give you that type of if, if you're asking for paul feinbaum money money right off the bat they're not gonna give it to you no nah. because you are talented but you're not for paul feinbaum no 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 so uh, it's just the I, I i continue to be baffled by the nil conversation amongst tennessee fans because some of y'all just do not want to listen. Or to listen to the wrong folks. 
who don't know what they're talking about. That too. So, Knox News, Adam Sparks put out um, a couple minutes ago, actually, top of the hour, uh, Tennessee committed, Tennessee football has committed NCAA violation when recruits were on Vol Walk before Ole Miss game. Uh, committed minor NCAA violation when the recruits walked along the pregame path of the Vol Walk before the Ole Miss game. Um, <laughs> I remember that. And UT basketball committed another violation because a recruit dribbled a ball on the Thompson Bola, Bola, Bowling Arena court during a photo shoot. So during a photo shoot, the recruit dribbled a ball, and that made it a violation. Can't make this stuff up. The NCAA is so stupid. <laughs> uh, those unusual instances were among three infractions reported by UT Athletics in the second half of 2021, according to a document obtained by Knox News. Um, this is nothing. This is nothing. Anytime you get level three and guys are self-reporting, your schools are self-reporting. I mean, this is this is nothing. This no, this is this is not a biggie. Media is doing their job by reporting the information. So don't get mad, folks. Don't get mad at the, at the newspaper for reporting this. This is, this. this is their job. This is what they're supposed to do. But it's nothing. This is nothing. It's not a big deal. It's worth talking about briefly, but it's not a big deal. Cancel your Netflix. Give it to the Vols. <laughs> you you got to do that. No, you ain't, you ain't got to do that, man. You got to do that. Uh, there's. Hey, man, folks, if folks want to keep beating that NIL issues and people not stepping up drum, go for it. They just they just letting y'all know they don't know what they're talking about and not in the know. And I got a meeting on Wednesday. Can I come? <laughs> uh, Yeah. So you mean tomorrow? It's tomorrow, Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Russ hits the nail on the head here as well. What part of Danny White's track record would make people think UT isn't on the proactive cutting edge of NIL? The man is always ahead of the game. And Russ is spot on. But remember, Russ, people don't think Danny White is good at his job because he said the fans were too negative and to text the buddy. <laughs> One of the best athletic directors in the country and, and some folks around Tennessee just <laughs> refuse to believe it. Be- because he said, text the buddy. Uh, fan involvement definitely helps NIL players. Players like money, but they also like knowing they are appreciated. There are ways that you can help now. Book a Zoom call, greet and meet, skills count, what folk is a Kai, uh, buy a Kenny Chandler or Brandy Huntley Hatfield t-shirt or Tamara Key or Jordan Horston shirt. Lots of ways the fans show their support to current players that deserve it. That may not help with future recruits, but it definitely helps keep people from transferring in the future. It helps with future recruits, too. That's a good message ball fan. It helps. They they see that, and they want to. Yeah. Like, if Tennessee should be pointing out Hendon Hooker's ABC book and and how Tennessee fans jumped on that. 
and that and that's just really a small thing. Yeah, and Tennessee wants to be different too, because Tennessee wants to help educate these young men on what to do with their money and how to handle their money when they get it, not just give them money. Now, Tennessee is not officially giving players money because you can't do that, but the education part is something that Tennessee can provide. They can't provide the deals and things like that. That's the third party. That's by our sports group. So uh, I don't know what other schools are doing as far as education. I do know that Tennessee wants to to do that and not just – not just give you the money. They want to actually teach you how to fish. They don't want to just give you the fish. They want to teach you how to fish and how to how to how to eat with it, not just blow it. Because you know some guys are going to do that too. So uh, let's go back to the phones. We've got Volstorm. Volstorm, good morning, my friend. Boys, how we doing? Wonderful. You know, when you get all up in your emotions, you can either text a buddy or. Be like Ben and allow your voice to get higher and go on long rant. I love that too. I'm I'm not Charlie Burst. I love that too. <laughs> hey, you got up on your feelings last week, so about what? About Harrison uh, Bailey. <laughs> yeah. That Harrison Bailey and how uh, people say that you don't have any original takes and all this, that, and the other. <laughs> I heard you get up in your feelings. I've been listening. I, I think you're making stuff up right now. That ain't no problem. You want, that ain't no problem. Do we need to go to the tape? Uh, about the <laughs> second part, yes. <laughs> uh, and I was I was playing radio when we were discussing Harrison sure, Bailey. Sure. Oh yeah, you sure was, you, was tur- you, you turned it up sure. on, uh, on that one. He he went to UNLV. Five star quarterback. <laughs> Five star quarterback who grew up 45 minutes from Atlanta or Athens. Quit in the middle of the season to go to UNLV. That lets you know kind of where where we are with the portal. But, but what's up, Volstorm? That's not why you called. That ain't why I called hell. Swain, let me ask you a question. All right. Especially with um, you know with the NIL deals, and you now have an opportunity, a great opportunity for fans to get involved. Does that raise the level of scrutiny? Yes. Yeah, sure. But if you if you have the structure. You have the uh, organization, then it all checks out. It's all. I meant scrutiny on the field. Hell yeah! Always. You know, I, Look is at everybody going to get up in their? Is everybody going to get up in their feelings when uh, when Tennessee makes a bad call or you know player does something and the crowd starts booing? Is everybody going to get up in their feelings then? Well, that's why it's important for um, not everybody to know every little detail about these players' deals. Like, what? Yeah. That's why if I'm a player, I don't want everyone to know exactly how much I'm making. I wouldn't even want my teammates to know because then I don't no. want them to, to try to, you know, go back and be like, oh, man, this, this guy's getting this. I should be getting that. Like, that's my business. Like, my money is my business. And hopefully these guys all over the country understand that and, and – and, you know, realize that, man, you need to keep some things to your damn self. And your money is one of them. The amount of money that's in your pocket, keep it to yourself. Because you never know, you know the reason why somebody's asking you how much you got. They want what you, you have. Know, you know, when you got a player out there bragging, and I'm not saying that you see, but when you got a player out there bragging, they're making six or seven figures off an NIL deal, and then they won't even stretch out for a damn pass. 
That's that. That'll be a problem because I would be the I'll be the first one that's critical. I'll, I'll be the first one that's critical. Well, I mean, you've been you know you said from the jump, but long before it, nil was even in existence that you know you didn't have a problem with people, you know, booing players that weren't you know that weren't putting effort in. It's one thing if you're putting in the effort, the play just goes bad. You know, stuff happens. But if you can clearly see. Like some of the, you know, some of the past coaches teams where it's like, hell, they don't even care. Hey, man, no effort. Boo their ass. That's right. <laughs> Guys, before I go, um, the last thing I would want is somebody handling my money who would prefer $5 over a damn $10 lunch. <laughs> damn it! He got you on that one, Ben. No, he didn't because what he didn't take into consideration is that I don't want to spend an hour with you more than I already have to. So I'll just take the five bucks and go home. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense right there. <laughs> oh, man. I don't understand the the, the reference here, Jason from the borough, what you're trying to say on the text box. But uh, there's a lot of ideas that, that you know, Spire has – going and uh, you can email them they you know when we had james on the program he's he he gave you guys his email like he's a fan just like you he just has experience in marketing and he has connections to make this thing go and help tennessee so we have clients of the swain event that's already reached out to spire uh we have clients of the swain event that's already working with spire so we all in this together you have a great idea Shoot it over. High school musical style. Shoot We're it over. All in this together. We are, man. Shoot it over. Something, Shoot it over. Something, something. And if it, if it makes sense, man, they'll they'll do they'll do it. They'll do it. They will do it. Y'all, please be careful about where you get your nil information from. I'm literally I you literally work with Spire all football season. <laughs> like. <laughs> I work with those guys all football. One of Spire's biggest deals was Tennessee Prime. <laughs> so get your information from the right source. Like, I at least do that. And if he was struggling, I would I would not lie to sugarcoat things. I mean, I, I wouldn't do that. I don't do that. I haven't done it. Uh I, I would gotta tell you guys. So that way we can you know, work together to fix it. But Please, y'all, just get your just get your information from the right spot. I ain't saying I'm the only place where you know we tell the truth, but just be just be careful. Just be careful because uh, when it comes to this nil stuff, it's not on the. Some of y'all being misled. It's, and and look silly. Some of y'all some of y'all are correctly being yeah. You're right. You're you're being misled. So um, there's some things you can't get in detail about. Have to speak vague on, but like. Again, work with the guys all, all football season. So uh, we're all on the same team here, guys. We, we, we're trying to do something different here for different results. We're trying to do something a little different. That is not burn down our own house. 865-255-03 is our number. Always to the Iris Networks hotline. Hour 3 is powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Uh, guys, go to LowTCenter.com. Check out a location nearest to you. Make sure you take advantage of the promotion going on at Low T Center. 50, $155 a month for self-inject. 
testosterone treatments, or covered by most health insurance. Find the nearest location to you. Start with the comprehensive health assessment. Get to know all your numbers. Know what you need to do. Start feeling like you again. That is Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Hope y'all have a great day. Peace and love. We are out. Swain Event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue.